We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. After the success you had in the 3-4, what, is, what sort of changes have you had to make and how do you feel your fit will be in this defense? Um, we're still in the early stages of first getting on the, getting on the field for the first time. so. Um, questions a little hard to answer as far as changes, but initially it's just going to be getting off the ball a little bit more than what we were used to in that three, four. And, um, I'm hoping that my, my role can be just to help the team in any way I can. Thanks. Hey Matt, John Kime, ESPN. Um, obviously there've been a lot of talk about Chase Young. I'm curious how he's fitting in. You know, in terms of the mindset of this group, you guys have developed a certain mindset over the last couple of years. How has he been fitting in so far? He fits in great. Uh, right off the bat, mentally, I think he fits into the group with how we all gel together uh, right away. Um, and obviously physical, physically um, looks the role, plays the role. So it's been good having him around and getting to work uh, with him. What are are there one or two things where you know that you feel like you guys have been able to help him with, whether it's approach, whether it's teaching him anything? Is there anything that you guys have been able to kind of show him so far? Um, personally, I'm taking it a little slow. I want to try and lead by example first before I really um, dive into that stuff. I think that can be down the road, but um, for me, I'm just trying to set a good example for him. He's a young, talented player. Uh, he's going to have a long, successful career, and I just want to give him his space and let him feel out the ropes for himself. Thanks, Matt. You got it, brother. Hey, Matt. Rhiannon Walker with The Athletics. Nice to see you again. Good to and see Steve you. Rose, Steve Rose told us that Ryan Anderson has been working with you on the defensive line, so I'm just curious. What's he been like, you know, settling in there? Obviously, last year he was kind of on the outside linebacker group, but what has he been like working with you guys in the defensive line group so far? Yeah, uh, he looks good. He's moving fast. looks strong. Uh, Ryan's a good friend of mine. Um, but, no, it's exciting having him around. He brings a lot of good energy. Thank you, Matt. You got it. Hey, Matt, it's J.P. Finley from NBC Sports Washington. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, you too, brother. Um, thank you, bud. I, I wanted to ask, you guys as a D-line group got really close with Jim Tomsula. How's it going without him? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. We we built a good thing here, and we always knew a day would come when, when he'd be leaving and we'd be staying behind. So we're, we have a good good chemistry, good good gel here. Uh, in the room, and we're going to continue to grow that. Thank you. You got it. Hey, Matt. Um, have you worked with any of the face shields that they've got now, the um, 
Are you planning on wearing any of those or have you tried any of them out? No, we haven't brought helmets out yet. So um, I imagine that'll be something I'll look at down the line. But for now, we're still in a bit of an acclimation period. I've seen some prototypes and stuff online, but I haven't seen any firsthand. I guess I'm curious for you, what was that process like when making the decision to, to be a part of the season? As opposed to not opting out, you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a decision that took some reflection, some prayer, and um, I spoke with my wife, and we just ultimately decided that we felt comfortable moving forward, playing, playing the season out. Appreciate it. You got it. Hey, Matt. Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. You're someone who's consistently gotten better year after year. What has been kind of the one key that you can point to that's helped you continue to grow into one of the more dominant defenders in the NFL? Um, yeah, that's a tough uh, – you know, I'm not sure. Um, obviously had a lot of success um, as a D-line here um, in the past, and I attribute that to – those guys working hard and trying to commit the stuff we're practicing um, to practice and then having executed in the game. It's tough to say what it, what it's been, but um, I'm going to just continue to try and work as hard as I can every day and continue to grow. And Sam Mills told us a couple of days ago that, you know, he's aware that the D line kind of has to be what leads this team in 2020. Do you, feel that pressure? Do you have that similar mindset too? Uh, yeah, I do. I share that sentiment uh, 100%. I think that um, Sam calls it the tip of the spear. So I think I think we have the ability to, the right guys in the room, um, to lead this team. And I'm hoping to do that come game one. Thank you. You got it. Hey, Matt. Les Carpenter to the Washington Post. Good to see you. Good to see um, you. I was curious, you know, you were talking about not opting out or making that decision, you know, to not do that. I mean, how much do you have to feel you have to protect this this sort of soft bubble? I mean, is there a pressure to when you leave to to make sure that you're you're not putting yourself in a situation where it can affect a lot of guys? I mean, is that is that something you all talk about? Is that something you think about? I mean, is that how much is that coming to play? Personal, I'll speak for myself personally. I see it just as my responsibility not to put myself at at-risk positions, uh, whether that be places I'm in or what I'm doing while in the facility, limiting contact, limiting exposure. But for me, it's just uh, it's just that. And I hope that everyone shares that same uh, thought process of- You have to talk to guys myself. about it at all? Uh, it's definitely been it's definitely been expressed um, in meetings and when speaking with our, uh, what's it called? our our medical team. Thanks. You got it. Hey, Matt. Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. <laughs> you can kind of take Madden ratings for what they're worth, but but this year's game gave you the second highest strength rating. And I was wondering, do you think that you're the second strongest player in the NFL? <laughs> uh, you know, I hadn't given it much thought um, before seeing it. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to think so. I think we all – in the D line, we've we've kind of grown some of this chemistry in the weight room, so it's cool to see, um, it's cool to see that number be reflected in Coach Engelhart's uh, efforts. What do you kind of? I mean, obviously Coach Engelhart, but for you as well, like what what do you think separates like your strength from from maybe others? How, how do you kind of how do you get that? 
Uh, I don't know. Truthfully, um, I'm, I'm appreciative um, of it, but it's not something that I've given a ton of thought to. Um, but frankly, I think, you know, the D-line, we, we try and play physical. We try and play hands-on. We, pl- we try and play strong, trying to convert that, that weight room directly to the field. Thanks. Yep. Hey, Matt. Ben Standig with The Athletic. Good to see you. Um, I, I just see you. Stick late, so hopefully I'm not asking something that was asked, but uh, Jack Del Rio has said that they're going to try to use you guys up front a little bit differently than the way you were used last year, maybe a little less two-gap or penetrating. What does that mean to you with your role? How do you think that's going to potentially affect uh, what you do out there? Yeah, we're, it's, still, um, it's still early. We're still sorting out rules. We're still sorting out the defense with installs and everything like that. So that's a question that I'd probably have to just wait for another time down the road to answer. We're still working through all that stuff. Is it unsettling on some level that a question like that, which is some, and I understand why you can't answer, but like, it's not that complicated of a question. You're about one month to the season's actually starting and you're still at this process because of what's happened in the off season. Is that somewhat unsettling as you're this close? Yeah, obviously COVID has been hindered our process, our progress a lot. It's hard whenever you have a new coach come in with a new system, but I feel confident that we'll have enough time to get everything worked out by the time the season comes. This is a, this is a D-line group that I feel is is highly capable. So I don't have any I don't have any confidence issues there. Thank you. You got it. And Matt Matt Paris from the Washington Times. I was just curious, what are the biggest differences you notice in the way the new coaching staff goes about teaching uh, the new scheme? Or is there anything like in terms of stressing details or anything they way go the way they go about communicating? Are there any differences? Yeah, every coach is going to be different, um, coach to coach, coordinator to coordinator. Um, but I think it's all been it's all been positive. It's all it's all been productive. And with Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera having that defensive background too, what does that do for you as someone on the line? Um, I know they played linebacker, but does that help? Kind of, or does that what does that do anything for you? Um, I don't know. I try and stay in my bubble. I try and stay. With what I know, you know, those guys, obviously defensive-minded, um, but I try and keep everything right in front of me, man in front of me. I try not to let too much of the the scheme um, – I try not to think too deep into the scheme and where it's coming from and who it's coming from as far as just – I try and just focus on doing my job. Sure, thanks. Hey, Matt, it's uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Thanks for doing this. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, so – I mean, obviously, as a fifth-round pick, you know, I, I guess the, the book on you, people didn't have huge expectations, but yet you've turned out to be a very, very vital role uh, player in, in, in this system and on, on this team, and some feel you're the best defensive lineman on the team, whether that's reality or whatever. Has anything that you've done surprised you, or did you always think that you were going, if you got the chance, that you were going to be able to kick some some butt and, and 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 do the things that you've been able to do the question is has my success surprised me is that what you mean, is that what you mean? yeah i i guess has it even i mean it surprised many on the outside did did it did, did the level of success you've had even surprise you a little bit or did you kind of envision this all along from the time you were drafted um no i would say i've always had confidence in myself and believed in myself i definitely got off to a rocky start but um, I'm happy with where my career has taken me, my path has taken me. I want to thank God first and foremost. And then I've obviously had some, some coaches that have been 
instrumental in my development. All right. That's Matt uh, Ioannidis talking, uh, having a Zoom press conference with the media. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll uh, come back and discuss some of the things he said. I basically like him because he's no nonsense. He worries about what he's going to worry about and all the outside stuff he can give a damn about it. That's the way you become good. That's the way you get drafted as a fifth-round pick and people start saying you're the best guy on the team because you pin your ears back, you focus on your job, you get strong as you possibly can, and you do you. You don't worry about all that extra extracurricular stuff. And I think that if he keeps that mindset, he's going to be a big, big part of the success of this football team. This is the Brian Mitchell Show with Scott Lynn. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. 